Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway fan podcast. I'm David Streepy. I almost read Becky Streepy because that's what it says in the script, but I'm David Streepy. I'm Becky Streepy. And we went to Disney, y'all. I'm reading the script verbatim at this point. This week on the show, well, yes. I guess take over. Well, you seem like you didn't want to read the. Go, you go, you go. All right. I'm embarrassed already. <laughs> In front of company. Just go ahead. You've got it. We went to Disney, y'all. <laughs> the exact same script point. It's on there. This week on the show, Melissa from Vegan Disney World joins us to talk about all things vegan in the park. Not all things. It's too many things. A lot of things. A lot Ve- of things. About vegan things in the parks. Yeah. We ate and a lot of vegan things in the parks, and she knows about everything. And out of the parks. Because we stayed... We didn't sleep in the parks. That's true. That's true. We stayed and ate outside of the park some, but on the property. On the property. We (laughs) stayed in the bubble the Mm -hmm. whole time. Yeah. Where did we stay, Dave? Wait, are we getting into it? Let's get into it a little bit. I just want to know how you're doing, though. Oh, I'm good. Okay. I uh, (laughs) haven't been up for that long. (laughs) Yeah, you sleep like a college kid. I know. I really do. I slept in today... uh, Especially today, because since we were recording at 10, I was like, I'm not going to be able to get any work done before then. Well, peek behind the curtain there. I'll just snooze in a little bit and be fresh and ready to record. Fresh as a lettuce. Fresh as a lettuce. Do you feel fresh as a lettuce? Yes. You do? I'm a regular Chris Sapphire. (laughs) Do you feel fresh, though? I do. I'm good. I've got my tea. I've got water, all the drinks. Yeah. How are you? Well, I got to tell you. So last night... Um, I was with my D and D group and we were battling a demon and it was, it was pretty big battle and people were dying in my party. Oh no. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Like it was, it was, we're, we're nearing the end of this campaign. So it's pretty big, big to do. And, um, so there's a dagger that one of the the dudes in the room was holding that had a soul in it and that soul was like attracting like the attention of the bad guys and then all of a sudden the dagger got flung across the room the chamber the cave and the on the next turn the demon turned and went for the dagger and came across me 
And a little thing about Dungeons and Dragons rules is if you're in combat and somebody comes across you, you get an attack of opportunity. Like if they pass you, they run the risk of like you getting a free attack on them. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was he came across me because he was so fixated on that dagger. And I swung my sword at him, which is Talon. It's a plus one magical sword that I've used for the bulk of the campaign. And I swung my sword at him. And it was the killing blow. We had been in battle with this thing for over an hour. And his greed was his downfall. And you couldn't write it better. And a whole room of nerds rejoiced. <laughs> and we all high-fived each other. You high-fived? Yes. That's amazing. And I am, I've been riding that wave since I woke up this morning and remembered that that happened. Oh, I'm proud of you. Great job. Yeah. It'll probably burn off around lunchtime. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, well, that's the good. kind of thing that yeah. does burn off quickly. Well. Because it's a big high. It doesn't last. It's a well, sharp incline, sharp decline. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So you're telling me to be ready to be unhappy. It sounds like you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> you're prepared. I was kind You've of been training like, your whole life for that moment. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. I was kind of like trying to pave the shaky ground, but the reason I was bringing it up was for you to be like, no, 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 you can, I'll, let's keep that going for you. Oh, what sorry. can we do? And you're, and instead you were like, <laughs> you just killed the dream. No, right. Yeah. It's like, no, you're right about that. It probably happened sooner than you think. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I feel good now. That has right. nothing to do with Disney, mm-hmm. but um, it starts with a D. It's true. It's got two Ds. So yeah. So that's how I'm doing. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my brain just turned right off. <laughs> it was pretty epic. It was yeah. amazing. I very... can understand why your brain would fizz out like that. I was just trying to comprehend how heroic that was. Yeah. Wrap my mind around it. So we went to Disney. Yeah. I'm we just did. doing a hard pivot. Do we have a letter? No, we don't have a letter. We I never didn't have a look. You didn't even look. Wow. Nah. We were bu- bucking the format. You, I thought you'd be proud of me. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, great. It's good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good podcast and we're organized and good at it. Got and we've a, got a guest. We do have a guest. You heard her just a moment ago. Uh, we're joined today by Melissa from Vegan Disney World and we are super thrilled to have her here. Uh, She started her blog in 2014 to help vegans have a better experience in the parks. And we are both huge fans of her blog and her Instagram, both of which, if you are not following, you are missing out on delicious pictures of food. And we are over the moon that she's here to talk about food with us. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking time to chat with us. Of course. I love talking about food. (laughs) It's our favorite thing, too. Right. So when we were visiting Disney, Dave reached out to you on Instagram. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. To say that we would love to meet up for a treat and you suggested. Oh, we're getting right into the to the snack. Oh, should we? Should we save the snack? I don't know. I just kind of feel like. We met up for a sweet treat in the we park. We met up for a sweet treat. But Let's here's the that. thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. We're going to be selfish and talk a little bit about you and me and you's, you and my's, mm-hmm. yours and mine. You and yours my's. and my history. Jesus. <laughs> Our history going to Disney together. Okay. So I grew up in Orlando and I went to Disney some. I didn't go as much as my friends. We never had like annual passes or anything like that, but I loved it. Loved Epcot. I was an 80s Epcot kid and kind of still am. Um, but then when we got together, 
I think we did Disney a couple of times before we had a child. Mm -hmm. We would go with your family and we went a few times alone because Dave has some nephews that at the time were little kids. Perfect. Perfect for Disney. And And then we went solo. Yeah, we went solo a few times. And then it was all like staying in Orlando at my parents' house and driving to Disney and then doing the long drive back to Winter Springs long, like an hour. But it feels... That's that's not fun. Yeah. (laughs) So at the end of the day, after like being in the sun and like walk, it's it's a long drive. But I think at the time you were vegan, I was not vegan, but I was mostly like when we would eat out, I would mostly eat vegan just because it was easier on my stomach. Imagine that. Um, so, but I think early on we kind of like, we're surprised that there were any vegan options at the park. When were were you guys first going? This is like 2005, 2000, like, yeah, probably 2004 to 2008 would be that time frame, Don't you think? Yeah. I want to say that at that time also though, we were kind of budgeting and we did a lot of packing a cooler. Didn't we? No, no, that was with the kid. That was with the kid. Yeah. JK. We were smart then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it would be like the Pecos Bill rice bowl and things like that. Like, oh, and, yeah, yeah. but it was at a time too, where even in Atlanta, it was like restaurants just didn't have vegan options. Yeah. Fries so the, and the, a- the OG Disney vegan things were the classic veggie burger. That had like oh, corn right. in it and stuff. And then um, the only other thing that was like easily accessible was Tangerine Cafe in Epcot, which had the hummus platter. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. like that's been around for forever. Like that one's been there forever. So like going to Disney as a vegan in like pre 2010s was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like fries in a salad era. <laughs> yep. Yeah. A lot I, of French fries. <laughs> I remember one time we were there for like the holiday party. Oh yeah. And I had that burger, that veggie burger at Pegas Bill. This is probably 2010 later. And I don't know what happened, but for whatever reason, like I'd waited too long to eat and then eaten too quickly. Oh, like it just made my stomach upset and I didn't get sick, but I felt sick for a minute. And when we walked out of the restaurant, um, it was parade time oh, and no. the parade goes right down that little strip. And so it's dark. It's super crowded. And then, so I'm like, it's like a, a dizzying camera effect of just like faces <laughs> coming into your view as you walk by them, stagger by them. And then there were country bears walking around too in the crowd. And it was like a scene, like when Lisa drinks the water in the Simpsons at the itchy and scratchy land and like, it gets all psychedelic and scary. Yeah, It was like that for like a good, like five minutes. Oh, no. And then I sat down and I, I got better and we went on Buzz Lightyear and it was great, but. Um, yeah, real weird moment. Not like what our current experience is eating in the parks, you know? Totally different. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah. So what is your history with Disney? You, are you from Orlando? No. So I'm originally from Ohio. Um, we moved to Orlando about three and a half years ago now. Um, but I started vegan Disney world because we were going like twice a year and there was no resource for vegans. Um, and it was one of those things where I was just like, how am I the only person looking for this stuff? Like there's gotta be other people. So I made like this cute little PDF to have on my phone to be like, these are the things that we can eat. And then whenever we came home, I was like, well, I'll just make a resource. And so I created the website 
Um, and then kind of just maintained it based on like my trips and then just like talking with people. And then I had a couple friends that lived down here. So if something new happened, I'd be like, Hey, can you go check on this for me? Which was nice. So thankful for those people. Um, but then a couple years ago we were just like, let's just move. So we did it. And, um, now it's been uh, so much better to be here because it's so much easier to keep the content on there actually accurate because stuff changes so much. Um, but yeah, before that in Ohio, we would just come down twice a year. We got married at Disney. So we got annual passes back then. Oh, Cause wow. that's like, they used to give annual passes to like the Disney like wedding, like people. Aww. So we did that. And so then we were like, well, now we have an excuse to go down more. <laughs> so we started doing it more and then we moved here. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that. Gotten married at Disney? Gotten divorced and then remarried at Disney, like next day. I mean, that's still an option. No, she sounds like it's a thing of the past. Oh. Well, they don't yep. do the passes anymore, no. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, know when they stopped doing it. it, but I've had a friend, I've had two friends get married with Disney weddings in the last couple of years and they don't do passes <laughs> anymore. And we got married back in 2014, so. Oh, but we had a full, like too a much full vegan Disney wedding and everything. We had our wow. cake from Aaron McKenna's. It was great. We were the first like full Disney like vegan wedding that they'd ever done. Oh, that that's rules. awesome. Yeah. Is there a post about that on your blog? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on there and it's very outdated because it is from 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's cool. I want to see pictures. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a cool experience. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like we've gotten, I don't know if like, I don't know. It, I was going to say, I don't know if it's kid related or what, but I feel like more and more like it becomes a bigger and bigger vacation every time we do it. Yeah, it has grown every year. Yeah. It's gone from like driving in from Winter Springs to making sure that we stay on site, even if that means we're there like a day less to make all of that work or something like that, just because the convenience of it is so nice. It makes then, a difference. Like yeah. you're saying, like Huge. you don't want to be out walking in the hot sun for 10 hours and then sit in the car for an hour on your way home. You just want to sit on the bus and then be laying down right. in the next 20 minutes. Well, and to be able to take a break in the middle of the day yeah. is huge. Like That's a big one with kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After lunch, almost every day this trip, we would go back to the hotel and like get in the pool yeah. for an hour and then go back to the park. And that was like so refreshing. Yeah. A nice little cool off. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Swap shoes so you have new feet. It's a whole <laughs> that's, thing. That's smart too. That's a good, that's a good tip. <laughs> I learned that tip when I worked at um, Lady Foot Locker in high school. We would do these big sales where like you would work really long days because it was a big sale. So it was all hands on deck. And my manager always would have a backup pair of shoes. Halfway through her shift, she changed. It does. It Smart. makes a difference. It's wild. Um, so I think that's we probably have been. I was going to say trolling your your blog, but we haven't <laughs> no. been trolling your blog. We've Basically, trolling your blog. Yeah, just trolling. <laughs> no, I troll your Instagram stories now with just a comment on every story now. Like neat. Wow, that's a neat thing. Like not even anything of substance. But no, I think like that's how we probably discovered you was looking up vegan resources in mm -hmm. the parks probably earlier than we were conscious that we were doing it even, you know, yeah. I think it really came to a head for me um, during the pandemic because we had a trip planned for last April and it was like April 3rd 
And we had to bail out last minute because uh, everything was shutting down. And also, it was just objectively not a good idea either. Right. <laughs> but, but they wouldn't have been open if we could have. If I'll we say they were closed to. anyway. So. Right. <laughs> um, so seeing like their reopening process, and I think seeing it through your eyes on Instagram and seeing the different stages of kind of their reopening was good. And it was, you know, it's not the same as going, but it was also... Um, kind of a window in and I was thankful for that. Uh so thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> You're it welcome. <laughs> it helped it feel a little bit safer or like helped us see what safety stuff they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was helpful. I've obviously been going ever since they reopened and I, I get messages all the time from people about like, do I feel safe? How are they handling these things? And I am always very cautious on how I answer people on that because I know everyone's level of comfortability right now is very different. Um, so I remember like you actually said something about how you were nervous because they had just lifted the outdoor masks right yeah. before you guys got there. And yeah. I'm like, you know, like everyone's different. And I'm like, if you're comfortable going to a target right now, and this is like, you know, last August, yeah. then like you're going to be comfortable at the theme parks. Cause that's just how they are. But now it's getting busier and now they're, they've now pulled all the restrictions except yeah. for on transportation, which at that point, why bother? But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you guys, like, you guys hit me up. You were asking how it was because you want to make sure that, like, you guys were going to feel comfortable. And, like, everyone's been hitting me up about it. And I, I try and, like, answer as nice as I can because I'm used to it. Like, I live in Florida. It's the Wild West down here. We have yeah. not had many restrictions at all. For sure. <laughs> so yeah. I just, I, it's, it's different for people who are coming from somewhere that was way more locked down than coming here but i think i think they've been doing a great job yeah it seems like especially too with the indoor mask part so we came down we went memorial day the week of memorial day we were there for a week um and i was down there with the kid a week before that and during that week universal lifted their indoor mask requirements uh Mm -hmm. if as long as you were either vaccinated or a liar you could right. yes, um, yes. or a liar Correct. Right. <laughs> um, so i was worried because the the tempo of of the lifting of restrictions had usually been universal did it and then disney did it pretty quickly thereafter and i was like i had already gotten over the hump of outdoor restrictions being lifted i talked to melissa about it uh and and was had wrapped my head around it and was like it's fine. It's not going to be what I thought it was, but it's also, I think there's a way to do this that is within our comfort zone. And then that happening at Universal, I was like two days out and we're being like knocked way out of, potentially knocked way out of our comfort zone. But I was mm-hmm. impressed that that entire week I kept kind of checking to see if there were announcements, but they held off. They held off until like June 15th, I think. Yeah, so they literally just early. lifted it. Yep. Yeah. And I got to say like, you're 100% on everybody's comfort level is different. You yeah. just got to do what's right for you. I felt like when we were there, indoor masks were probably about 90% uh, people complying, 10% people that weren't. Um, but it was still like they were pretty spaced out. Um, but I guess that's spa- – I should use the term spaced out uh, liberally because – the distancing, they had the markers there, but the distancing was non-existent. We yeah, had people yeah, crowding no right behind us. Yeah. A whole year of lines and no one followed them. 
that gave me the most anxiety of all. And it was kind of surprise anxiety, you know? Well, the, the nice yeah. thing with the markers, and I, I have no problem telling someone, you're supposed yeah. to be standing there. Yeah. Like I said that to lots of people in the last year. Now they're gone. Yeah. And oh, no. I, I was at Hollywood Studios yesterday and I was in line to, for my rope drop of Baseline Tap House, as always. Nice. And this woman was like inches from me. And I was like, I can't say anything now because now I'm just uh, a jerk if I do. Right. Because like before, like I could be like, mm, pandemic, there's a line. But now yeah. I'm just like, I need my space. Why are you right. so close to me? Like, go <laughs> yeah now so like that, you're the outsider that's not cool that that's gone i'm a little sad that that's gone because i liked personal space <laughs> yeah i yeah. feel like let's think... let's keep six feet forever yeah <laughs> i know i'm it. like even three feet right. i'll take three feet that means you're not gonna hit my backpack like that's right. fine oh my god yeah. oh a backpack is nice for adding a radius you just turn. it is nice too to also accidentally mm. accidentally mm-hmm. yeah get someone to be like oh you were too close <laughs> You know, give them a little backpack check, and then then they know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, didn't know I had this backpack on. I think we had. <laughs> Oops, some... I guess you're too close. <laughs> <laughs> we had some weird, like, unspoken contortioning going on between me, you, and the kid to make sure that we are giving the kid as much distance as possible. Yeah, so, like, bubble, you'd be in the, the front, and I'd the be bubble. in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I kept but not leaning letting him over know to him. that we were doing it. Like, oh, I told him. Yeah, sometimes you did, but a lot of it was subconsciously. Like, yeah, but a few times I was like, "You stay between me and your dad. Right. You stay in the middle." Right. I do that. We we do that with Finn too. Where I'm like, "Don't touch things. Don't go near those people. Like, stay over here. Like, we don't know what they've got. Just keep them away." <laughs> yeah, it's um. But I feel like, yeah, now that there's no restriction or there's no formal like marker or anything like that, you're dead on. Like you look like the outsider mm-hmm. saying, just give me space. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, I just miss it. Like I'm just, oops, like here goes my arm. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there was this weird vibe of like people trying to get away with it. Yep. Yeah. Like chewing gum in school almost just like, it's not even because you want gum. It's because you're not allowed to have gum and you like... So you, that's a that's good a analogy rule you can for break. it. Yeah, it's like we were on Soren, and Ugh. the guy next to you just took his mask off the second the ride started, yeah. and put it on the second it stopped. We were on Small World, and the second it went around the first corner, the guy in front of us took his mask off, and it was yeah. like, "What are you even doing at that point? You're in the air conditioning." Like, yeah, you're fine. Just, right. So it was just a bunch of childish. Meanwhile, our eight-year-old had his on one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, took it off to time. eat. Right. So yeah, our our sons have no problem with it. It's, yeah. it's the adults. Yeah, They're not <laughs> the a kids peep. have no problem, but no. it's the adults. They just don't. It's wild, wild. But we're not here to gripe about what we didn't like. Yeah, we're here to talk about what we did like, and there's a lot of stuff that we did like. Yeah, we did. I feel like one. I, I we're gonna keep bouncing off of um, this moment in time of the pandemic for sure. But um, I feel like, and Melissa, keep me honest for this, the menus at, well, a lot of the restaurants aren't open yet or a number of the restaurants aren't open yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, those that are, the menus are kind of truncated at a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, we, we definitely saw a huge change in the options that were listed. And I think a lot of it has to do with um, convenience of them in terms of ordering food. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gotten to the point where there's like Beyond Meat 
everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the rides. I ate in so bed. many people. <laughs> Watch out for Mountain when you got sausages coming at you. You just clean their face. <laughs> yeah. But I think that said, there were still a lot of options. Yeah. yeah. I was I was a little bit nervous. And I was a little bit nervous that this like, like kind of MO of every restaurant has at least one plant-based option was going to get stretched a little bit thin of like... Back to fries and a salad. Right. Or yeah. we got soy milk or now something like that. impossible burgers and fries. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I am like... I do feel like I was full up on an impossible burgers by the end of this trip. But there was one time that we were craving it. Oh yeah, there was one time we wanted one and couldn't find one. Right. We had we went like around the world we to get it. We were at Magic Kingdom and we were leaving. We didn't want to eat at the park. This was right after we saw you, Melissa. Um, oh yeah. We didn't we were going to go back to the hotel to cool off. Didn't want to have lunch uh, at the park. So that's on us because there's an impossible burger there. At every turn. But then like walked out and we're like, we have to have an impossible <laughs> burger. That was like a peak Disney people moment, right. I think, for us. We really, yeah. And so we ended up taking the bus to a different hotel yeah. to eat the Impossible Burger there. and then So you like, should have texted me. I could have told you so many good Impossible Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd take the, the difficult route yeah. instead. <laughs> well, we also promised the kid a Skyliner trip, and this was a good way for us to like tick that box as well. Because we stayed at Boardwalk. I don't know if we've even said that yet. We mm-hmm. stayed at Boardwalk Inn um, or the villas at Boardwalk Inn, which is like the Disney Vacation Club um, units that are there. The inn itself wasn't open yet. That opens in early July, I think. Um, and I'm so knowledgeable about that because I saw people training all the time. And eventually I was like, what are you guys doing? And they said, we're training for the opening of the inn, which opens in early July. So a little peek <laughs> behind the curtain there. Um so we stayed at Boardwalk Inn, which I loved. Oh, that pool. That pool has a water slide that does not have a scary clown on it anymore. And it no is really clown. fun. R.I.P. the clown. I booked it for the clown. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. And <laughs> was a little disappointed. I booked it for the creepy like Boardwalk, Coney Island, Atlantic City from the 30s and 40s Boardwalk Empire type like vibe. Yeah. Did you guys and find the chairs I told you about? We did. Yes. yes. <laughs> there are some terrifying chairs in the lobby listener and i i I, I don't even know how to they're like people they're people chairs people chairs yeah they're people chairs i didn't get a picture i was going to on the last day and then things got you did good yeah send it to me i'll put it on instagram yeah yeah thank you for telling us about those chairs we'd never you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) what a treat (laughs) so yeah they've scrubbed some of it but not all of it and in my opinion they've scrubbed too much of it because (laughs) it like there are very few creepy things at disney world you know, and I feel like that was like a safe kind of creepy thing, you yeah. know. Um, but that said, I can see why they scrubbed it. They scrubbed it for a Mickey and Minnie, like in the look of the new Mickey and Minnie cartoons. Like there's that kind of uh, paneling up there where the water slide comes out. Used to come out of the cloud ma- clown making an O face. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. is where the... Yeah, where the people would would emerge. Oh boy! Which, as I describe it more and more, it's more it's a no brainer that they replaced it. I can't believe they built it, but (laughs) um, yeah. But speaking of Mickey and Minnie, yeah, I feel like we just keep taking detours. But the biggest detour of all, Runaway Railway. Yes, that's probably my ride of the the trip. 
That is a great ride. So this one opened last year. I almost asked you if you'd ridden it, Melissa. What what a question. Well, you know what? Here's the funny thing is I didn't ride it until um, the park reopened because it opened like a month before the park closed or something. And the lines were just ridiculous. And I was like, nope, I'll I'll hit that later. And then the park's closed. Um, But when I I actually rode it again yesterday and for the first time ever, I got to see the pre-show. Because they actually were running the pre-show for it. So (laughs) I got to do that finally. Yeah, they had... um... So the pre-show was one of the, and this happens with a lot of rides too, like Haunted Mansion is another one where they kind of group you all into a room and you see this thing that sets up the story for the rest of the ride. But obviously with pandemic or whatever, they didn't want a bunch of people standing there, uh, slack jawed, looking at a screen. Um, Except for when they did. Like right. Rise of there the Resistance, of they still they do that. But you can't like do that ride without it, I guess. Yeah, I say so that one yeah. you can't just walk through. Yeah. No spoilers, yeah. but you just can't walk through that. <laughs> But yeah, there would be very little ride. And to be <laughs> yeah. to be fair, you barely can on runaway railway. So it's real weird when you're in the line and there's a voiceover happening on the PA that's giving you a detailed description of what you're yep. about to like. It's laying the groundwork. For yeah, because now yeah. that doesn't happen. Because <laughs> oh. like, like I only knew it because of hearing that before. I'm like, oh, right. that's that's what the intention of this attraction is. But now they don't even do that. It just has like music playing, <laughs> and then you go in and you do the pre-show. So I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I do like that somebody at some point was like, we got to make this make sense to these park goers. (laughs) Yeah. makes no sense to them. We got to record something then. But at the same time, like, I don't, it doesn't. It's just a Mickey and Minnie ride. I don't need the preface for it. Just just throw me in there. There's Goofy. What's up? I'm on a train and Goofy's (laughs) like, we're going to go on a train ride and then it goes wrong. And it's like, I I get it. That's that's all the backstory you need. Right. Yeah, literally, that's it. That's good. Right. (laughs) But it's like, I don't want to give too much away and spoil the ride, but it's, it's it's like being in a cartoon. Yeah, it's just super immersive. You really I feel like you're in yeah. a cartoon. And also, I you were so eager to go on it, Dave, and I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And I was like, Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway? <laughs> that's that sounds, for babies. Yeah, I thought, why are you, <laughs> we excited about this ride? It sounds kind of silly. And how many times did we go on it? So many. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with it because Hollywood Studios has no shade at all. And I was like, if we're out yeah. of the sun, I'm down. Oh, my God. That's a brutal, yeah. brutal park. But um, yeah. So I went in having no idea what it was. And so that was really fun to just like it was extra magical, I think. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. It is a really good one. So let's stay in Hollywood Studios for a minute. And I'm okay. going to talk about um, one of the meals that was most memorable to me was we got reservations for dinner at the sci-fi uh drive-in dine-in sci-fi dine-in yeah Yeah. i had one of my favorites oh my god (laughs) oh it was so fun (laughs) (laughs) so this is a restaurant it's an indoor restaurant which again anxiety but it's big and spaced out and they make you wear your masks if you're in a social distance at any restaurant this is the one yeah. Yeah. It, it was worth it. So the tables, most of the tables are all cars and you're all pointed at a screen and the screen is playing like trailers of basically Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies. I counted probably 10 Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies that were that had trailers for other shorts, uh, drive in like commercials for snacks and stuff like that. Just a really cool vibe. And then you order from your little car table. um, and they bring it to you. 
and I, my eyes were bigger than my stomach and I had to like scale back at the last minute. So we didn't get dessert, but what I did get, you've got it pulled up. I mean, yeah, I'm okay, looking at it. it. Okay. You didn't well, get no. dessert. We, I know. We, oh my gosh. We, this we is were the so... only, like you can get I a know. vegan milkshake and you didn't even, I'm I disappointed. Know. I'm disappointed. Was, we're disappointed in ourselves. <laughs> we got to have somewhere to go though. That's, that's next time. Yeah. That just increases the urgency of the next trip. What I should have done is split my burger with the kid. Yeah. And then we would have had room for the shake. But we got the island cakes Those to share so and the impossible, the flying saucer impossible burger. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of food. Yeah. And I ate all of it except for maybe, I, I couldn't even finish the fries. I tried. This was the first like thick impossible burger that I've ever had. Like it every impossible burger. burger I've ever had has been like a nice fast food burger. And I don't mean that in a, a negative way, but Patty's the same size. Um, even if we go like to Grindhouse here or something like that, like Patty's the same size. And what we got at Sci-Fi Dine-In was like a, a cookout burger almost. Like not cookout the restaurant, but like a grill out burger that's a little bit rounder. And um, just like a, a gourmet patty that it felt like. I couldn't eat it fast enough. Um, so that's one of the unique impossible burgers. So I'm, yeah. I want to know what you guys think about that because that one has a portobello on it, yes. the cashew ricotta, a tomato aioli, I believe. I didn't then, write that down. I th- and I think otherwise it's just like lettuce and tomato. Yeah. But that pesto. one's like a I remember one. pesto. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did have pesto because it said it was like a nut free pesto, but then it had cashew ricotta on it. And it was just mm-hmm. one of those where you're like, that doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you I like that one because that's a good one. I like that one. Yes. It's a total Dagwood. I could like barely eat it. <laughs> like I had to squish it yeah. down to fit it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I thought that the cashew, the cashew cheese for me was more about texture than flavor. I kind of broke off a little bit of it to try and like on its own, it didn't have yeah much going for it. But with the pesto and the portobello and the burger and everything, yeah. it was, it was great. My eyes saw the word portobello and I didn't, um, like I got it, but like my mouth didn't get it until I had it. And I was like, I, I, I realized at that point, that I'm in a world of either or with a portobello mushroom. <laughs> like either that's the sandwich, like the sandwich is built around that or like I'm having a burger, but like, I agree. Being able I to have both of those was like, it was like next level for me. Yeah. Because I didn't realize I was so missing big, it until I had it. Yes. I thought it was going to be like portobello slices when yeah. I first mm-hmm. got it, you know, cause I was like, Oh yeah, it's just gonna be like cooked up portobello or, or even like meat, like baby bellas or something. Yeah. But no, it comes out and it's just a whole <laughs> portobello cap on top of a whole burger. And I was like, Oh, this is what it's like to be a meat eater. Cause like right. they always get these right. fancy burgers that have like a fried egg on it and all this other stuff. I'm like, man, this, this is good. This one's good. I like that yeah. one a lot. Well, and there's like, there's a fast food place here called slutty vegan that does huge burger sandwiches yeah burger sandwiches i sound like i'm from like the 50s but, <laughs> but huge they burgers. are like there's so much else on them like they're like big mac level where there's like bread in between patties in between patties like and it, it stacks up tall and it's things like that that it, exactly what you're talking about melissa where it's like this is what meat eaters have and and it's part of their burger lexicon 
And I didn't realize that it wasn't until they started showing up again, you know? Yeah. I couldn't eat like that all the time, though. I oh. loved that burger for sure. But afterwards, I mean, I'd suffered. It yeah. was delightful and I would do it again. It I was worth like, it. Yeah. That's Disney in a nutshell. But, but yeah. next time you'll save room for your milkshake. Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. So the thing we didn't get that maybe you can talk about uh, was the co- the cookie shake. Yeah. So well, so you can actually get chocolate, vanilla, and Oreo milkshakes. But then the actual dessert is a cookie shake, um, which has just like enjoy life cookies like ground into it. I technically I prefer the Oreo because I like Oreos. Um, but the cookie shake's really good because it's got like a vegan whipped cream on it and everything. Like it, it is a decadent. It's a dessert. That is a dessert shake for sure. It's not like Chicago Diner milkshake if you guys have ever had those out in Chicago because those are phenomenal. Um, but it's the closest thing you can get at Disney. <laughs> I want good. it next time. Next yeah. time. I mean, that's just we just gotta. There's it's gotta so be funny. something. By the end of that week, I was so done with Disney. You can get it to like, go. Next time, just get it to oh, go. Oh yeah, we should. And then you can just drink your milkshake while you wander around. Oh yeah, because we were done. We were just walking back to the hotel, right? No, I think we were. We went to Epcot. <laughs> yeah, we went to Epcot to do like that was a three park day, I think. Oh yeah, we did yeah. do one three park day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we should have done that. I couldn't imagine ever eating again. After that. And so, okay, here's my only criticism of Sci-Fi Dine-In was it's very dim and I should have been more mindful of this, but I have what's probably best described as like a mild paprika allergy. And a lot of times like fries and stuff are dusted with paprika. And when you're in normal light, it's easy to see that and avoid it because paprika is pretty like easy to see, you know? Um, but because it was so dim and I was just obviously like admittedly not looking, um, the fries were dusted with paprika and I ate those and I got a big stomach ache later in the day or overnight. Um, but that's on me, you know, and while I was eating them, fucking great. Yeah. Great fries. Those were really good fries. I ate more fries than I should have and then gave the rest to the child. Yeah. My qualm with, uh, the sci-fi is that it's really hard to take photos of the food. (laughs) So hard. Yep. (laughs) My burger, I don't think I got a picture of because the pictures were so bad. Yeah. Because yeah, the only to, light you, you have, have to use is... like a flashlight on your phone and then have someone else like <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It was a lot. I, I was like, well, I took a picture of a lot of other foods. Right. I did get a picture of the island cakes though, which I, that's your favorite. Uh, I really like those. There, right? I would just eat that as an entree, to be honest. I, I love those. I think it's a creative use of, of vegan stuff because it's they're made with hearts of palm. Yeah, they're very good. They're full of veggies and they're really great. Yeah, the mushroom bacon on top, I was surprised by and delighted. And then that slaw has apple in it and was mm-hmm. so good with it. That was really good. So did you guys do any quick services at Hollywood Studios then? We did Rosie's. Yes. And we so you got, got the lobster roll. We got the lobster yeah, roll. Did. Thanks to you for shouting that palm. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ate a lot of hearts of palm at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's yeah. a very like Hollywood feel too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where all the dishes are hearts of palm. Hearts of palm does great as like a shreddy seafood stand-in mm-hmm. too. Texture wise, it works well. I normally hate it, but I loved it both times here. That tanginess I can see on its own not appealing to you. But yeah. then in a dish, like you can yeah. balance it out with other stuff. Yep. Which yeah. is what they did. 
Um, gosh, you've got so many notes. I'm all just up in my head. I took notes on every single thing we ate. The kid got used to me sitting down at the restaurant and immediately pulling my phone out. <laughs> I also not have, like usual. Not like usual when I'm totally present. <laughs> kid got used to. Well, but he what, oh, usually you're in your notes app instead, huh? Okay. Usually he'll call me out, but this time he knew I was doing work. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sandwich was great, though. The baguette was nice and soft. I don't normally – I'm not big on bread, but this bread was great. Yeah. And it was – the salad was really flavorful, so I didn't feel like it was – my problem with bread is I feel like it blands up everything it touches. Mm-hmm. But with this, the salad was so flavorful, I felt like the bread could Yeah, the bread complemented it well. Yeah. Yeah. And it added a texture that was nice. Yeah, I thought the texture was fantastic. I liked how messy it was. Yeah. I'm normally not a messy boy, but I liked how messy it was. Everything that fell out, you got to scoop up with those handmade yeah. chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Those chips, That's how though, you do it. That's proper. <laughs> I, I did feel like, and this was me reacting to being in the middle of a 90-degree day and it being like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Chips were a little too salty for me. Oh, no. Those you chips know, were... Yeah, so that they can be hit or miss because, you know, I've eaten that actual sandwich probably about four times total. And yeah. one time my sandwich was super salty. Whoa. And like Corey was eating his and his was fine. And I was like, I don't know, mine's really salty. And he was like, no, it's fine. Like, you're fine. And I was like, <laughs> I literally can't eat this. Like, I feel like I'm like a snail and I just touched right? some salt. Like, and so I ended up, I just ate as much of it as I could handle and then he took a bite of it and he was like, oh, like, I'm like yeah, what did you think I was playing you? I'm like, I said it was salty. Like, <laughs> like come yeah. on. But yeah, sometimes they can get a little salt heavy on those things. <laughs> yeah. If you scoop up enough of the salad, then then it kind of nullified the salt or yeah, like evened true. it out. But on their own. salad salty. <laughs> yeah, unless you get the salty salad. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Twilight Zone ending. <laughs> the salad, too. It's so salty. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you get a little bit too much salt in a, in a day like that. And you're just walking around like a piece of jerky. Like, That's yeah. Welcome to hard Florida. To, hard to bounce back from that. <laughs> Did we do the only, the other thing I think we should talk about at Hollywood studio is milk. The, oh, the milk. Oh, I thought that's what you were going to say. You widened your eyes and got a little bit of a. I was going to say Oga's Cantina, but we can do the milk first. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's do the milk. Have you had the green and the blue milk? I have had both blue and I have had both green and I've had them with and without booze. Oh. Oh, how are they with booze? That seems like it would be better. I don't like any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I will say my, my description for them is the green one is fruity. Yeah, and the blue one is bubble gum. Oh, and I believe blue has rum, and I think green is tequila. Gotcha. That and they all, all just terrible. taste the same. So the I kid and I tried the green one, obviously without tequila. <laughs> um, and <laughs> That's I was the one expecting my son likes. he likes the green one. He wanted it so bad, so that was a treat for the day. And then I was like, I'm going to try a sip because I'm not going to pay this amount of money and not know what it tastes like. And I split it with him because I liked it so much. Really? I thought it was so good. And I'm not I, like I a super sweet ones. sugary guy. The blue guy. one's just too like bubblegummy to me. I'm glad we didn't pick that one because your description of it makes it sound awful. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I have to drink any of them, I will gladly share a green one with someone. But I didn't the blue like the one, green it's one not either. 
I was surprised by the weird. texture. It's slushy. It's like a slush puppy. Yeah, yes. I actually thought the creamy slushy texture was great because yeah. I was I can't cool me down. I can't stress enough how hot we were <laughs> at Hollywood Studios. It's just full sun and it was like 95 degrees that day. Right. Um so like the cold and the slushiness was lovely, but the it was like flowery and an unpleasant. Yep. I like a flowery like a chamomile tea all day, oh, but man. this was flowery and like a horrible way that uh, I don't want to relive. I was sipping it and and the back of my brain, the little nerd in the back of my brain was like, you are headed for Stomachache City if you keep this up. It is two o'clock in the afternoon. But I just kept doing it. And you know what? I drove right past Stomachache City. I didn't even stop. <laughs> I was feeling great. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm happy I for you. I flipped the bird to Stomachache City as I passed that exit. <laughs> <laughs> And then crash the car a couple hours later, but <laughs> that was just exhaustion. And then you guys got into Ogus Cantina then? Oh my God. We got into Ogus Cantina. We got a reservation for like 810 and the park closes at eight. So we got in there. You, you are bubbling. To no, talk no, no. About You're it, saying so all the it, things that, it. no, 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 you go. No, go. Oh, so we got our 810 reservation, which was awesome because we'll talk about being inside, but Coming out at like, what, 9.15 or whatever, mm -hmm. there was nobody. We had the whole park to ourselves. We whipped our masks off. The kid like was skipping and running in circles. <laughs> it was a very magical like, yeah. if you can get a late appointment at Oga's, it's pretty great. Yeah. Any, well, I, I'm going to butt in on that one. Any park, any park, if you can get a late reservation and to the point where you're leaving when the park's closed, oh, can't be awesome. it. Yeah. Walking down Main Street alone. Can't beat it. Oh, so nice. I feel like our last night at Epcot, or our last night was at Epcot. And mm -hmm. was that the night we did Frozen and Frozen let us out after the park closed or something like that? Real close to closing? I thought our last night at Epcot was with your sister. Oh, yeah. So that was the, our first, that was the first day, wasn't it? When we rode Frozen? No, it was like Thursday. Anyway, we got off of Frozen. Thursday, June third, no, um, and uh, and the park yeah. was closed, and, and we it got was... to do World Showcase on the way out, and it was empty. Yeah, it was awesome. That was really nice. Yeah. It was like a date. It was like a date around the world. Yeah, with your child. <laughs> the best so maybe not like a date. <laughs> Less of a date, more of a family trip. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your favorite thing to get at Oga's? I like the fuzzy tauntaun. Ooh, and what? Because it makes that? your mouth go numb. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it has this like foam stuff on top and uh and yeah it it's got some like lidocaine or something in it and it makes <laughs> your your mouth go numb yeah it's fun <laughs> whoa that's so yeah. fun yeah they've got like three drinks and i can't think off the top of my head that aren't vegan um but there's one that's got like half and half in it and then there's another one that not one actually says it has half and half in it and there's another one i want to say that had like honey in it or something I have them all on the website, but we, we've talked with them about it. And then their bobas aren't vegan, apparently. Oh, no, I thought they were. No, they've got gelatin. I thought I it was pectin. No, he didn't. Oh, he I didn't? looked it up. I oh. looked up um, blueberry um, popping pearls, and all the blueberry popping oh. pearls I found online were made of pectin. They might be fine now, but last time I asked, it was like when it, re when it opened. And yeah. so that was two years ago now i would go so. with your having asked someone at the restaurant versus <laughs> my he our server didn't know well and there was also this weird joke there was a that, weird that joke. happened because yeah there's a creature in a tank 
and the blue balls are like the eggs at the bottom of the tank. And so you asked if they were vegan and the server pointed at the tank. He said, they come from this frog. Right. And it was like, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. But really. <laughs> but I, I want them. Are they vegan? <laughs> so that kind of sullied. Anyway, so I did some research. Anyway, I feel like your information is probably more accurate. That's I'm, a I'm looking it up on good. my website real quick because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it had. I was worried about that. Jonathan. While you're looking it up, I had the Bad Motivator IPA, which is a Sierra Nevada IPA. Um but with just they they just rename it. Uh, so I don't know if it's like a torpedo IPA or Sierra Nevada's got like a handful of IPAs at this point. Um, or if they made one for them, I don't know. I'll probably do some research and figure that out. But um, yeah, that's the name of the drink that I had. And it was an IPA and it tasted like an IPA. <laughs> Scratch the itch. So the drink I ordered actually didn't come with the popping pearls. <laughs> we actually ordered them on the side. <laughs> I went out of my way to accidentally get something that wasn't vegan. Yeah, so yeah, on on my my site, it's the Black Spire Brew contains honey. The T sixteen Skyhopper has half and half, and then there was another one that we like recently found out that didn't it had something, but that's not on there. But anyway, it says that the provisions contain gelatin. Dang which it! Were the bobas? So I got the Blurg Fire, (laughs) which was like a lemon pomegranate situation with habanero lime in it. And then intentionally made it. And then I intentionally ruined it. (laughs) You know what? It happens. Yeah. It does. We all do it. (laughs) We just try our best. Yeah. um, But it was a a delight. It was tart and sweet, and it had a little spiciness from that habanero lime, and uh, I loved it. And I actually – working on or i guess i've worked on a pomegranate lemonade for my website because i liked it so much it doesn't have the, ha- the habanero lime though because i wanted the kid to be able to drink it i want that habanero lime yeah i'll work on that separately i'm gonna uh i'm gonna start a pepper garden do it, it this weekend do it that'll be so I fun i tell you that i'm telling you that this is breaking news you're fighting out no this isn't talking toe news this is just breaking streaky news that uh, I ordered a thing and I'm going to do a pepper garden this weekend. That's exciting. Yeah, pretty exciting. So get your pepper orders in. We'll get our right pepper now, orders in. on the in. pod in front of Melissa, get your peppers order. <laughs> Good looking out um, posthumously on the, the boba. Yeah, whoops. But good preemptive looking out when we were hanging out at Magic Kingdom when we got together for a Dole Whip or what was it? The Peter Pan? Shit float. Peter Pan float. Shea float. Shea float. The Shea float. I thought you said shit float. (laughs) I would Um, never. The Peter Pan what? Float? Float. Uh, So we got together for that. Got to meet up in person. I have a wonderful picture of us that our child took. He's got a little bit to learn about headroom and maybe not doing the full body poses like as a rule. But um, we'll post that. We'll share that. Um, So we had the Peter Pan float. That was lime Dole Whip and Sprite. And you that comes with the chocolate feather, but you got to get it without the chocolate feather to make it vegan. not because it's a feather, but because it's chocolate. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's a fake feather. Also, the thought of chocolate with lime just sounds yeah. really weird to me. And I'm like, I mean, I get it because it's like an aesthetic thing, but I'm like, can we not? Yeah. yeah, but it's like, this was one of the most refreshing snacks I've had. Yeah, it was 
perfect for that day. Yeah. Or any of the days we were there. It was so hot the whole time. Yeah. Perfect. We had it before lunch, which yeah, uh, we did. which was true vacation vibes. But um yeah, I mean it was light. It wasn't like it's the difference between Sprite and Coke. Sprite keeps you lifted up a little bit more and Coke just kind of weighs me down, you know? Uh it's so syrupy and, and icky. Uh, so I thought it was the perfect recommendation. I really loved it. Got us talking about, uh, a Dole Whip that I was eager to try in Adventureland that was like a lava one that had Pop Rocks on it. And Melissa preemptively said, yeah, but the Pop Rocks aren't vegan. And, uh, without that, I wouldn't even have thought to check. So shout out for, uh, for letting me know. I'm, you know, it's my job. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're a professional right? at this. But it's, it's one of those things too, where I think your your emotion of like God, it's my instinct to check, and then here was this thing that I didn't like, or that I did like. You checked even like for me, it was Pop Rocks. Yeah, it's my instinct to check for any candy at this point. But this was like a topping on a snack that was a variant of a snack, and for some reason, like it it slipped through any categorization. Yeah. And I had just like not thought to check, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't be right. hyper vigilant all the time. Yeah. It's your sole person. Well, I think that's kind of the vibe of this podcast too, is you do your best. You do the best you can. You don't beat yourself up, but you try your best. Well, and sometimes you're at the mercy of the people that are supposed to be helping you. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because we've been served non-vegan stuff before and it's not fun. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I will actually take that as a moment real quick for um, for people to know is that all the fruit flavors of Dole are vegan. It's just it, the vanilla is not. And then the, everyone's like, but what about coconut? Coconut's not either because that one is actually vanilla with coconut flavoring. So oh. like you can get the pineapple Dole Whip and you get an orange one, the lime one that we got at Storybook Treats. Like they, they're everywhere, but you have to get the fruit ones without vanilla to be vegan. Wow. That's good to know. Yeah, definitely good to know. Those fruit ones, I feel like, at least in the summer, those fruit ones are the best anyway. They're so good. Yeah. Because yeah. they hit the spot. You don't want to cool you down. Milky. Yeah. The lime one was, I hadn't had a citrus one before. We'd always gotten the pineapple, and I thought the lime one was even more refreshing. And then you mentioned a lemon one, mm-hmm. which we never. Is pineapple not citrus? No. What is it? Tropical. Fruit. What, what is it? <laughs> What's a pineapple? <laughs> Wouldn't a citrus technically be something that's grown from a tree? Mm. That's right. And pineapple grows in the ground in that really yeah, cool way. Yeah, but lime is a root. Pineapple is a tropical plant with an ed- edible fruit. And a lime grows from nope. a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was joking about a lime being a root. Oh, It'd okay. Be okay. It'd be funny if it was a lime root if you grew them in the ground. <laughs> they like slowly poke up like a carrot. Right? Those little, those it's a potato, but it's a lime. Oh. <laughs> I seeded a potato in the backyard, or I sprouted a potato in a glass um, in like May. And then I put it in the backyard before we left on our trip. And when I came back, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and there's just this one huge like tuber sticking out of the ground <laughs> that just gets like longer and longer and longer. It will never bear a potato. I did not do it correctly, but I can't bring myself to kill this thing that I have. Uh, no, nope, Just see how tall it gets. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like leaning, like flopping over and just kind of like it can't help but grow, but it also isn't happy in its growth. And so 
Yeah, it's something. I should do a trailer of it for the sci-fi dine-in because it does seem like this tortured soul of a, of a plant. Just like some shaky handheld that right. goes along the whole length <laughs> of it. Black and white, oh, little yeah. Hot Wheels car that it like creeps over and stop motion. Flickers, little flickers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm here for We're it. We're on it. So then did you guys so, eat other food in Magic Kingdom? Yeah, what else did we eat in Magic Kingdom? I got to say though, before we move off of Dole Whips real quick, the lime one is now my favorite. You're welcome. Yeah? Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was, and... I'm not a float guy, but that float is the way to do it. Like yeah. the pineapple one in the pineapple juice, a little too bitter for me. Once once it, you're just left with the pineapple juice, but this one you're you're in Sweet City, mm-hmm. which is adjacent to Stomachache City. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next door. But yeah, what else we had? Yeah. It's right oh, I will. One morning we I forgot to pack granola bars in our bag, so we went and got. Um, a breakfast bar from one of the gift shops. We just needed something quick that we could eat. Like oh, in the and snacks with line. character. Those, I think so. I took a picture Did it have, of like, it. A little Mickey on it or something. Yeah, the snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a cookie. It was a cookie that my kid and I each ate <laughs> in the morning. But it was good. It was a good cookie. It was. I think we got the banana and raisin. That sounds wrong. I'll have to look and I'll I'll put it in the show notes which one it was. But if you want a cookie for breakfast, <laughs> go to that gift shop and get yourself a breakfast bar. There are a bunch of vegan options mm-hmm. and oh, um, most of those are are vegan and the snacks with character. Yeah. I mean, in general, if you want dessert as food, mm-hmm. Disney is your place. Yeah. There are plenty of options for that. There I are mean, options you're on vacation. to avoid that too. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's true. But I I heard God, we were there at the park opening the first day, we got up like super early oh, um, yeah. to do like rope drop and do Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And uh, when we got off of that, I heard a dad say to his kids, who wants breakfast ice cream? <laughs> and um, my first thought was like, that dad eight hours from now is going to be hating life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we even wondered later in the day, like, I wonder how breakfast ice cream is doing. <laughs> Disney decisions. Right. Also, actually, speaking of dads and regret, um, I after we saw you guys, I saw like three different dads wearing the hashtag broke shirts oh, that oh, we were complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> So these shirts, listener, are ones that it's almost exclusively dads that wear them. And the hashtag broke is one variety, but the sentiment of the shirt is this trip is expensive and I hate it and I right. don't want to be here. Yes. And Dave and I just, and you agreed, right? Well, because yeah, a lot of the, like, it'll be like the kids or the wife will have like hashtag spoiled or like yeah. most expensive trip ever. And then like yeah. the dad's wearing the broke shirt or whatever. And yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's your guys's description of it made me laugh really hard but then i saw like three more as we were like working our way out of magic kingdom after seeing you guys and i was just like yeah there's another guy who's mad to be here (laughs) what what gets me it's two things one is just the like that you would be the type to just be like i gotta remind not just these people but that that are in my immediate circle that i love and what to like and have have done this for i want to remind them of every day of the cost that, that this trip was on me of the burden that i am bearing <laughs> right. for their enjoyment but the other one is they didn't even make that shirt 
Like there's somebody who's selling. Yeah, <laughs> they paid like extra. An Etsy shirt. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this is a common enough use case that I'm going to mass produce these shirts and sell them to dads that feel this way across the country for their trip to this place. Yeah, it's super gross. <laughs> Drives me wild. Like, yeah, it just baffles me. And I, it, there's, and I, uh, the reason I'm stumbling on my words is because I don't want to, maybe that guy, maybe that's how he enjoys things. And who am I to be I like, just shitting right, all over them. Right. And to a point, like after a point, who am I to, to weigh in on how somebody is enjoying things, you know? But um, it seems like a lot of park goers were having a quote unquote good time by having a bad time. Like, I don't know if it's just intentional grumpiness or it's, I don't know, or just the day just wears on you or the trip just wears on you and you're not prepared for it or what. But um, I think in the summer, I know I keep saying it was hot, but the heat (laughs) was like, it was like a fourth member of our trip. It was so hot. Yeah. We, at the end of the last day, we were like, this may be our last summer trip to Disney. Yeah. Because it's just. And it wasn't even that hot yet. That was May. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were standing in line for the rock and roller coaster and it was like a Why is that spillover line out in the full sun? Full... Like I don't know how that's not a suable thing. Well, like that lawsuit has Because there's out. no distancing oh, okay. anymore. So. Oh, that's right. Uh, they're all in yeah, it. Yeah, they were just waiting out the clock on that one. There were three different points in that line where I almost said Let's just not. Yeah. Let's just do something else because it was just so hot. And I love the rock and roller coaster. It's one of my favorites. It's so fast. Yeah, it rules. I love to zip. So you got to do the rider swap though because uh, not to put our child on blast, but he got cold feet as we got closer and wasn't going to ride it, like decided not to ride it. So you got to go through a special like tunnel Yes. Tell us about the special tunnel. Sure. Are you allowed to talk about it? Did you sign an NDA? I did, but I'll just break it. Whoa. I'll break it for you, <laughs> Toehead. So he... Oh, God. I have to... Oh. Oh, we got you surrounded. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he... He kind of knew he didn't want to ride it from the jump, but we were like, well, wait with us and you can always make a snap decision right at the oh, end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And his he was right. He would have hated it. Yeah. 100%. So we um, – Dave went on and then we went through the tunnel and you can send your kid through the tunnel and they'll wait with a cast member. But I kind of – I was worried. <laughs> they did that. And I without was like, asking first, without, and they, they just took him away and put him in a tunnel. Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and is, he just went. He was, he was like, I thought that's what was happening. Yeah. He was fine. <laughs> I was not fine. I was not emotionally ready for him to do the tunnel alone. Yeah. So we went through the tunnel, and I went through, and there's a kennel, a little like dog. Yep. Great, which I was like, why? But then I realized because people bring their emotional support animals. We saw a few very sweet service dogs while we were there. Yeah. So you can, you can also have them keep your dog for you while you ride. Yeah. So we went through the little tunnel and then it's just like you go past the dog kennel and then you come out in the gift shop by the exit. Is it? Painted? Is it? No, it's got a office tunnel. Very much like a staff area feel. Okay. Like very beige and gray. Okay. Not exciting. It seems that there were dogs. 
No, there was no dog when I went. There was just a crate, empty crate. And I was like, why? But then Uh, later it clicked when we saw someone with their dog. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, So your kid can just go through the tunnel. You don't have to go. And then, so they just walk through one door. There's only one other way to go through the other door. And then there's a cast member on the other side. So then when you come out, you're right there. So, you know, spoiler alert, the rock and roller coaster ends at the show. That's the whole story of the coaster is that you're like racing through traffic to get to the show. And then you get in and it's like this VIP section. Is the door to the tunnel like that door to the VIP section? Is it like you're going into the show when you go into that tunnel? Dave. Yeah. I'm re- I hate to let you down. It's not? It's real. It's very much just not. It's like a gray, a gray door. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to write up. <laughs> we are like, we are- I, I want to make sure that we talk about Epcot. Yes. Let's do Epcot and then we'll wrap it because up. Because Epcot. Well, did you guys like go to the- Animal Kingdom? No, we did, we did not. not. Yeah. Okay. We, I, I was a hard pass on Animal Kingdom and then Dave kind of back and forth and decided not to do it either. Yeah. Well, we just ran out of time, really. Like it was weird. We were there for five days and we ran out of time. But um, I mean, you could have been in and out of there in an hour anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we wanted to do like the Avatar stuff and maybe like one or two other things. But then it was just like so we were staying aboard walk where you can walk to Epcot. You can walk to Hollywood Studios and then take you have to take the bus to Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom. And we just like midday the the park you could walk to was always the better option yeah (laughs) we just didn't want to wait we didn't want to get on a cramped bus with people at one point we were seated separately on a bus uh with other families because that was like to the driver's credit that was the only way to get us on the bus like um but it was all it was this weird like being thrust into an uncomfortable or being thrust out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. still safe. Everybody was masked. Everybody took that opportunity to disclose that they had been vaccinated. So that was good too. Um, but yeah, I feel like we kind of were subconsciously avoiding bus travel as much as we could. Yeah. It wasn't the, my most favorite way. Yeah. Being able to walk to two parks was decadent and I loved yeah. it. Plus, I love a walk. It's the same when we go see fish. Like we, we often will get a hotel walking distance from the venue, and I love that walk back to the hotel. Oh yeah, it's because it gets I, you. I you got all that that extra like jive in you, where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's such a great day, ready to go. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Yeah, like that post adventure, like walk and talk is so great. Yeah, I think I that's what it. made the walk back from Epcot so great every night because we did most nights. I think there was only one that we didn't do at Epcot like end of the night at Epcot. And that is like the, was the perfect distance, perfect weather. And it's not like you're leaving like a super high energy place either. It's kind of, it was a more chill park than the other ones. Yeah. As chill as a Disney park can be. The walk from Epcot to the boardwalk is a nice walk because you walk by where I got married and then you keep going over to the (laughs) resort. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, were you, was it right on that little river? Yeah. We got married in that little pavilion right there. Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's awesome. That's pretty area. Yeah. yeah that is great. I know exactly what you're talking about. Aw. All right. Well, tell it's me like about I was Epcot. at the wedding. 
What did you okay, guys eat yeah. at Epcot? I'm assuming you did flower and garden foods. Yes. So oh, this my was a goodness. surprise to us. Uh, when we got there, we started seeing topiaries uh, of like Kermit and yep. Piggy. And we're like, oh, wait, something's going on. We, I, Why did we get so like hayseedy? Like, look at, would you look at that with a Kermit topiary? But we spent a lot cool. of time looking at it. I took a lot of topiary photos. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were then, cool. And then realized it was all footing up to a larger event. <laughs> yeah. We didn't do the big flower and garden pavilion walkthrough thing. I kept seeing was it. Was there one? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, they've got that like little pavilion that's like tucked in behind the UK and Canada. And it has a couple booths in it. But like they don't have anything vegan in it for this festival. So for me, it's kind of a like not yeah. worth it. But for the other festivals they've had. Um, like a bunch of merchandise in there for the festival. And then they've got like a stage where people perform and stuff. But otherwise right now it's not really being used for, for us. And there's no merchandise in it. (laughs) (laughs) So the high point for us of the flower and garden festival was the dinner that we ate twice or thrice. Well, I was going to reveal that we ate it three times. Oh, uh, sorry. After describing the, the meal itself. It was impossible had a booth. It was called Trowel and Trellis. Yep. And nice. Good poll. Thanks. I didn't even write that down. Whoa. And they this had... Is, let's take a moment to pause. <laughs> <laughs> this is huge for you. It is. It is. Huge for you. It's a big moment. I remember the like thing. Omega-3s or uh, what's ginkgo biloba. <laughs> this is ginkgo level. Yeah. <laughs> so we had... Um, the impossible short ribs with which came over sticky rice and it had this like sweet and salty sauce and pickled vegetables on top before you get too excited about impossible short ribs i had a friend on instagram be like you had what but they're think like salisbury steak like it's it was impossible loaf. yeah it's basically a meatloaf like they did it dense but it's not like a new impossible impossible doesn't make short ribs but i feel like you guys are just like killjoys, right? Like, I get that you're technically correct, but I was riding a short rib train past Stomachache City, past Sweet Town, or whatever I called it. I was, I was ready to believe that these were short ribs, and the, the nerd in the back of my head knew that they weren't, but... I was there. I had full belief in it and was experiencing short ribs. See, I'm going to go ahead and burst your bubble and say that I did not care for this dish (laughs) because the first time I got it was opening day and my short ribs did not have any sauce on them. Oh, no. So I was like, I mean, I like the accoutrements to it. Yeah. Like I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the, the veggies and the like the mayo and stuff. And I was like, but this is just a burger. This is just a square shaped burger so yeah. then i was like oh, i saw other people's pictures and i was like well what the hell i didn't get a sauce <laughs> and so i was like i guess i have to go back and get it again so then i got it again and i was like nope it just tastes like meatloaf to me because i have experienced it as just the square of meat oh. and not yeah. as it's like where it looks very good but i'm like it's, yeah. it just it ruined it for me so everyone says it's so good and everyone loves it and i am in the minority right. Because they ruined it my first time. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when you come into a mansion through the garage 
And like, you'll never get that front door, yeah. like walking through into the foyer um, experience because you'll always remember the garage. Mm-hmm. I love everything Even else at that have... booth, but yeah. yeah, they ruined and it I think because you're... they made it not great for me <laughs> first time. I think like your note about the accoutrement was dead on. Like for me, that was as much a part of my enjoyment. Yeah. The I would just eat a bowl of that. Honestly, yeah. you give me the rice with the veggies and the mayo sauce on it. I'm ready to go. Yeah. It was oh, so yeah. good. Not just any veggies, pickled veggies, and then also bok choy, yeah. our favorite vegetable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, it was like kimchi mayo, I think was on it. It was like a kimchi yeah. mayo. Yeah. Anytime so, oh, I can so find good. a light option, like is at Disney, is like, it's huge. Yeah. And so rare. Yeah. And they've got that street corn. Oh, that street corn, like just (laughs) smothered in butter and garlic. So good. Uh, That may have been our child's dinner on multiple nights. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't like the garlic part of it. So he would just like brush that off. He basically (laughs) ate buttered corn for dinner more than once. Yeah. It was vacation. He still hasn't gone to the bathroom. And then we also got the dessert from that stand. Oh my god! The lavender pot de creme. Okay, Did I need to know that? what was the texture of yours. It was like Dave uh, and I are divided on this. What I know are because we? I held back. You you go first. You held back. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What I thought that it was like this little like, um, um, house made of of straw that was just ready to like gush out uh at the slightest like tap and i was here for that yeah and you thought it was super creamy inside right i did so i thought it had a creaminess to it but i found it a little gritty i feel like they could have blended those cashews a little bit more oh my god okay so i ask because so this is the lavender pot de creme so the first time i got it delicious you cracked open whatever that like white chocolate-ish shell is and the inside was like pudding, you know, pot de creme type yeah. of consistency. I get it again, and it's this weird gelatinous rectangle inside huh. of the like the, the chocolate cover thing. And I was like, what uh. happened? Because it was so good. And I don't know if something happened where they, they cooked it too long with the agar or something. Like where, you know what I mean? It just like thickened up, and then it was just like Florida heat and just kind of like yeah. solidified. But oh, yeah. it was not good when it was not creamy. Like it needed to have that like creamy consistency. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the flavor I I, like. I I know a lot of people are weird about the flavor because it's lavender, but I'm like, all I tasted was blueberry and white chocolate. Oh, I thought the flavor was incredible. I do like a lavender dessert. I liked it. I thought it was good, but it's all in the texture. So that's why I was asking if yours was okay. (laughs) No, I was was in in cream (laughs) town. I thought that that lemon... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I drove past Stomachache City, <laughs> sweet city. I made a stop in Cream Town. Oh. <laughs> Stayed the night there. Oh boy. <laughs> well, speaking of Cream Town, I thought <laughs> I thought that the lemon whipped cream really like made that dish for me. Yeah, that was really the good. Whip, yeah. the like the tanginess with yeah. the, like because the the lavender like the pudding part of it was delicious, pretty creamy. And but very sweet, and I thought like the tanginess with it was really good. Like lavender, lemon, chocolate. These are not my go tos for like treating myself. Oh, these and, are you're describing a dessert that I would eat all the time. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like for me to be like, 
a hundred percent on this dish. Like it shows me how much they nailed it. But Melissa, I'm wondering, like in your experience with these kind of pop-ups for lack of a better term, like, is this inconsistency a common thing? Cause I could imagine that it, that it could be, you know? Yeah, it is. Like, because they just don't have it dialed in day in, day out, making tens of thousands of dishes like the the staple restaurants do, you know? Yeah, but even like the lobster roll being super yeah. salty, it sounds like, I mean, it's still people but making I think that happens food. still, you know? But I just wonder if it's more common with these pop-ups. I mean, it's know? everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It, it's due to an experience of how to cook vegan things, I think. Yeah. That might be it. Because I'll, yeah. I'll tangent on that one. So we just did Cape May Cafe for breakfast the other day. And um, they had like a whole spread that you could get made plant-based. And it was really great. And they had like vegan sausage and vegan bacon and vegan eggs and blah, blah, blah. Um, our sausage was so dry that like I couldn't uh-huh. eat it. Um, I literally, I like, I was like, I'm going to dip it in syrup. And, like Corey joked. He was like, I need like water. Like he like couldn't. <laughs> and so I had posted it on Instagram. And a couple people were like, yeah, like our sausage was great, but our bacon was like so overcooked. Uh-huh. And so it's just like. You know, whenever I write my reviews, I'm always just like, it may not always be like this because yeah. I may have something and it was really terrible and everyone's like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, yeah, I just could have had a bad day. Like it happens. Yeah. I mean, like literally I just said, like, I had the short rib and I had no sauce on it. And I'm like, okay, it's day one of a festival. They're going to slip up for sure. But it was just like, how are you going to forget a whole barbecue sauce? <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, yeah. That's like you literally just gave me a slab of impossible meat <laughs> right they're like vegans don't care right. they eat rabbit food right yeah. <laughs> just really though they'll be happy to eat yeah i mean in in a way yeah <laughs> right. but but that sauce but makes yeah. a world of to difference. melissa's point like just sell me the rice and vegetables for a dollar less and i'm in like i need yeah. it yeah <laughs> so the other thing that we ate at the land pavilion and i know you you seemed like you had a lot to say about that. That one, I was just pretty bummed because, like I was saying earlier, a lot of the menus got truncated. This is I think a, the Sunshine, sunshine seasons. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It just got – it had so many options. They before, used to, and it had yes. one option now, <laughs> yeah. Now it was like – It was like a wrap, right? Oh, wrap. God, and the wrap, it yeah. was bad. It's yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. It was so dry and bad. Did yeah. I even make notes on it? I it just and that out. was one of our – like Epcot, like mainstays as, as far as just like, we know that we can go there, we can get a variety of food. We can eat relatively light there. We can, um, you know, we could do it multiple times and have kind of a different meal each time. And it was like, Nope. Well, so I guess describe that area is that one used to be more like a traditional, like cafeteria. Like you had like a, an Asian stir fry stand, you have a sandwich stand, you had like a pasta stand. And now it's just, one stand and they just picked a few things and it's just not good did you try the dessert there no No. i think we were so we were basically trying to fill the tank at that point that day it stormed really hard for most of the day and we were meeting dave's sister that was their one day in the park and And they they came and it was raining half the day and we felt awful for them so we were just trying to like get a quick meal because the weather looked like it was starting to turn so we wanted to like get back out and ride some rides so I ate that bad jackfruit wrap. I ate the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. But is there a good dessert there? They have like a, it's like a Oreo chocolate mousse. Okay. Ooh, I should have had that for dinner. 
That would have been good. Yeah. That, Did we do any other snacking there? The you got a big one. pretzel. Oh, now, yeah. I know, Melissa, you like a big pretzel. I love pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all were writing Mission Space. Yeah. And I, I can't. Nope. Mission Space. No, thank you. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm, any ride where you're in a box is a pass for me. Yeah. And uh, so while I was waiting, I got a big pretzel and it was lovely. Those are With good. the mustard sauce. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper if you get the mustard sauce too. Yeah. One of the rare times where they actually don't charge you. Well, so you used the- to get the pretzel and then you have to get the cheese additional. And then one day they were just like, we're just going to bundle it. And I was like, no, because <laughs> I don't want the cheese. But then if you get it without the cheese, it's like 50 cents or like 75 cents cheaper or something, maybe even a dollar. Yeah, nice. it was in there. It wasn't like significantly less, but I was it's not nothing. Yeah, it made me happy. Yeah. <laughs> How much is this pretzel? That a dollar's not significant. Yeah, they're like six it's like a six now. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. It was not a cheap pretzel. It was really good though. Um so before we wrap up, I'll tell a sweet story since we're talking about uh rainy day at Epcot. So yeah, my sister and uh my two nephews met us on this last day. They were in Orlando, they got tickets for the day, got there. Um they got there at opening, but we were park hopping, so we didn't get there until two o'clock. Uh, and it was like rainy, like not like pleasantly or manageably rainy, but like torrential. And it went on that way for a couple hours and I was just feeling so bad for them. They had such a great attitude during the whole thing. We managed to have a lot of fun despite it. Um, and there were pockets where the rain stopped and we were able to go out and enjoy it. And then pockets where it would pick up again. And we kept wanting to do test track. And kept not being able to do it because it would rain and then it would be, you know, it's an outdoor track so and the car goes very fast. So um, just because it's not raining doesn't necessarily mean the ride's open yet. Uh, So we kept missing it. And then at the end of the night, we walked by it and it had been not raining for long enough. There was a little bit of people just like standing in a like hopeful standby line for whenever they would open up. And just as we walked by, uh, they opened it. And so we got to get in this short little standby line without having to to wait a long time for potentially no real reward. And we literally walked right onto the ride that that these cheerful people had been wanting to ride all day long. It was like the last thing that we were all able to kind of do as a family. Yeah. It was a real sweet moment, a real sweet way to end our week there too, you know? The boys wanted me to time it, so we we clocked it, and it was nine <laughs> minutes. We waited nine minutes for text track. Wow. That's how long it takes to just walk to the <laughs> <Yeah>. car. <laughs> That's it awesome. was amazing. Also, when they announced it was open, a cheer went up. Yeah. <laughs> it had been closed all day. Yeah. It was awesome. really magical. I'd never felt closer to hashtag broke than I had. <laughs> to my, not the sentiment of hashtag broke, but to the park goer wearing the hashtag broke shirt. We were giving virtual high fives. Everybody was a family in that moment. It was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was great. It made the ride so wonderful. So do you wait before we wrap up? Yeah. Do you have any Epcot faves that we missed? Because I feel like we got really hung up on the flower and garden <laughs> festival food and didn't really try any of the normal park stuff. Oh man! Well, I I I love Rose and Crown Pub in the UK because oh, their yeah. restaurant has four vegan options, but only ones on the menu. But they have three off menu options, which is a fish and chips, 
bangers and mash, and then you can get the chicken um, masala curry made with tofu. Um, but I, I like the pro tip of going to the bar, and then you can get fish and chips at the bar, and they're like $10 cheaper, and it's basically a quick service meal. So, oh, man. And they're just Gardein. Next, like, it's just Gardein yeah. fishless fillets. But yeah. they yeah. make like a vegan tartar sauce and everything. It's real good. So, and there's a really and it good comes Beyond with mushy burger. peas. Well, not at the bar. At the bar, uh-huh. you just get the, the the fries, which is fine with me. Another bonus. I love the mushy peas. <laughs> I, I don't really but love for the mushy peas, so. Yeah, me either. Same thing. I'll I don't eat love them, them ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the um at the America Pavilion at Regal Eagle, they have a vegan barbecue jackfruit burger. So it's like a Beyond burger. With barbecue jackfruit on it. That's pretty good. Oh, nice. That sounds so, really good. Yeah. If you want your burger fix, that's the one. <laughs> Apparently, we are very burger-oriented at Disney in yeah. a way that we're not really in life. I mean, we every once in a while. I mean, for me, a burger in the daytime is a vacation thing. Yeah. For me. Because, again, Stomachache City. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it's a dice roll for yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I just feel like there's only um, so much faux meat that I can eat. Yeah, like like too. I get to the point where I'm like, okay, can I just have like a salad with like yeah. like a solid salad with some toppings? Yeah. yeah, can I get some nutrients? Maybe a little fiber yeah. into my body. Maybe some rice, <laughs> some tofu. I don't know. Something that's not a burger, please. <laughs> yeah, I do feel it taking a toll on me. At, yeah. like eating that way for so long. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. I think, and this sounds like the most basic, obvious fact in the world, but like if I'm not just chugging water the entire time and i'm eating like that i get so grumpy and maybe that's why everybody's grumpy at the end of the day is because it's all instead of waters but um i feel like for me it is just like offsetting that with just tons and tons and tons of water well a question though did you guys ever eat at your resort we did um there was a great veggie sandwich say there's a really good veggie sandwich at the boardwalk bakery so yeah we had that, and then at the Trattoria, I'm going but, to butcher it. California. I don't know. The- I'm not even going to say it. Trattoria, California. Yes, that. Uh, I had <laughs> avocado toast for breakfast, and that, that was, was like, calling it avocado toast was underselling what it actually It has was. like a chickpea like, scramble on it, doesn't it? It has like some sort of like chickpea thing on it. I feel like mine didn't. Like, Trattoria, California mine- dairied me like five years ago, so I haven't gone oh, back, boy. but I need to. <laughs> but they, they made me very sick <laughs> oh, oh no gosh. yeah it's been a while yeah i there was like a paste on mine but i was ready for like a scram like you don't call a paste a scramble so i was like they must have just left that off because i saw it in the mini description you know mm-hmm. but what was there was just a ton of like you know veggies and avocado and like this bread these were two huge pieces of like ciabatta or baguette or something like i couldn't finish it for breakfast it was a very big portion it was real tasty i have one other question for you guys about stuff um did you did you guys find it easy with your child for eating because i also have a vegan kid however my kid has a peanut allergy so the Ugh. kids vegan options as i'm sure you saw a lot of the quick service places are just those uncrustable pb and j's yeah i feel like we um you just snack mostly thankfully thankfully there wasn't any allergy to worry about but also like yeah we were able to put on vacation glasses and do burgers and uncrustables and all of that stuff and all this 
yeah, I wasn't wild about the Uncrustables as an option because those things could live in a bunker. Like, I mean, I obviously though. feel the same, but mostly because my yeah. kid literally cannot eat them. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, always end up sure. having to talk 100%. to people a lot and get like an alternative kids vegan meal. So I was just curious yeah. how it was for you guys. I think for us, it was a lot of impossible burgers and fries more so than we normally would have done. Yeah, just a lot of junk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like sharing. Lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like sharing what we got to sometimes. Yeah, and we also, because we were staying in a villa, we could make sandwiches back there. Yeah. And so and if anything, we were just like stalling for time or keeping the tank full until we could get back and set things right with something a little bit more proper too. Yeah, a lot of that corn, that street corn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have given my son pretzels for dinner at Disney World yeah. before, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's just one to meal. To be fair, it's, it's a huge pretzel. It, yes. And, you know, he's got a little four-year-old stomach, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like um, I got through about a third of the stuff that I was really excited to talk about. And I, uh, Melissa, not to put you on the spot, but can we lay you in for the next time we go to Disney for another roundup? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've got so much to say. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, like if this does well and you guys want to do another one, I'm always happy to to pop in. Awesome. Oh, cool. It would. I think our next trip would not be this calendar year. Oh, yeah. no, sure. I mean, probably so, like 2020. This, like if you're oh, if yeah. more you want to talk about with your stuff. Oh, I would love to. I'm always, oh, be awesome. So fun. Yeah, we can we can text about that. And figure yeah. out yeah. if I'm there's something we want to do. So uh, do you want to shout out specifically where you can be found and and uh what what your uh i don't know why i'm like mush mouthing this like what what what's your hustle <laughs> tell us your socials <laughs> okay so um you can find me at vegan disney world on instagram and on youtube um the website's just vegandisneyworld.com and then um otherwise i i don't really tweet cuz Disney Twitter is a very scary place, um, but we are vegan WDW on Twitter. So otherwise, that's about it. Nice. I nice. can't recommend her Instagram enough, y'all. It's really so much, so much good food on yeah. there. And if you, uh, if you just want to see what's going on at the parks, yeah, this is at the parks a lot, and uh, on the good rides, eating the good food, and just showing the the parks themselves, like just the ambience of it, and. Again, I I don't, you know, I don't want to be too repetitive, but I can't overstate how nice that was during the pandemic. Yeah, especially since we had to cancel. We canceled that trip. Didn't we reschedule and then push it again? It was a whole, it was a lot. So it was nice to be able to kind of experience some of that without um, being able to be, when we weren't able to be there. Yeah. Well, it's my pleasure. Very lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You want to do the wrap up? Yeah. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We absolutely will. You can also <laughs> you can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram, and I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. Yeah, I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and I realized we never say please. Maybe that's why our <laughs> letter game is so lacking please write us a letter yeah 
Well, I'm not pleading like that, but we no. could just be polite. And we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Or if you just want to say hello or ask us a question, please hey! write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. This is going to change everything. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 39 39- guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.